This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 832. Here's to more mindful relationships by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? I am your host, Greg Audino, welcoming you to another episode here on ORD, the show on which I read to you from relationship blogs, books, and articles every single weekday. In our last episode, we talked a lot about identifying toxic relationships, and today we will complement it nicely with a post that's all about mindful relationships, celebrating and recognizing them. Let's dive right into the meat of today's episode and start optimizing your life. Here's to more mindful relationships by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. Hello, dear friends. Public service announcement. Your energy is a valuable resource, and you're giving it away much too freely. How many times have you felt like you're the only one putting in the work in a relationship? Maybe you feel like you're always the first one to reach out, the first one to suggest plans, the first one to make a move. While this in and of itself is not a bad thing, When it becomes a pattern, it can be a red flag. Too many of us keep pouring energy into one-sided relationships. But why? In the Zen philosophy, where you invest your energy can, in turn, create your reality. And just like how you work, how you keep your home, and how you treat your body can reflect your inner priorities, the relationships that you maintain can either help or hinder your quest for simplicity and health. We are social creatures, and we require a certain amount of interaction, support, and love from people in order to feel good. But what happens when those relationships start to drain us? What if they take away more than they supply? Unfortunately, too many people are stuck in this position, overpacking their calendars with social events that they would really rather say no to, in order to have the illusion of maintaining a certain importance, standing, or feeling of belonging. We're taught to spread our nets wide and to have a large circle of friends, and our culture looks up to those with the biggest groups of contacts. But this takes a lot of time and energy. Building a relationship, whether it's for business, friendship, or something else, requires input and commitment. And too often, this takes away from our downtime, our self-care, and our pursuits of hobbies and other things that light us up inside. Despite the message that bigger social networks are better, Research has shown that we can't actually maintain deep, lasting, and fulfilling relationships with more than about 12 people at any given time. Whether you're an introvert or extrovert, crafting your inner circle of loved ones takes mindfulness and a willingness to let go of some of your own expectations. I've seen in my own life and the lives of my loved ones, the expectation monster rear its ugly head and destroy what could have been a perfectly healthy relationship. 
Learning to let go and let people be exactly who they are is one of the keys to living a more free, happy, and mindful life. Easier said than done, I know. Living simply means cutting back to what really matters, and that extends to our relationships too. Perhaps you've done a friend purge on social media, or witnessed the slow fizzle out of acquaintances in the past. However, in your quest for Zen, it's important to sit down and be deliberate about who you let stay in your life. I can't tell you how many people I've unfriended or unfollowed because that energy didn't resonate with mine. They were bringing me down in some way. I also can't tell you how many people simply disappeared from my life when I stopped always being the one to reach out and talk or make plans. I gave up on their unenthusiastic texting, their noncommittal answers, their general ambivalence about me and their life. And yes, it hurt. It hurt badly with some of those people. And yes, it still hurts sometimes. I'm human after all. But I feel so much less shame, guilt, and discomfort about saying a hearty farewell to the people who don't respect my energy. Taking stock of your current relationships may sound cold or unemotional, but in truth, it's anything but. This process requires you to become fully present in yourself and tune into your body's energy. It invites you to define your priorities and surround yourself with people who support and uplift those priorities. You'll have to really listen to your higher self here as you think about the people you keep in your circle and how they make you feel. And while it's not always realistic to expect your friends to make you feel warm and fuzzy all the time, it's critical to weigh your investment of time and energy. What kind of benefits do your loved ones bring to your life? How do they add value? Do you leave feeling anxious or negative after a visit with them? Or do you feel awake and happy? How much energy do they demand from you? And how much energy do they invest in return? If you are willing to take a hard look at your relationships and make the choice to value yourself enough to pare down in this area, you'll find that inner peace is much more attainable. A mindful invitation. Sit down and contemplate the people you surround yourself with. Think back to how you met them, what activities you typically do together, and how you feel after you spend time with them. Grab a journal or simply sit in reflection and ask the hard questions. Do these people truly know you, respect your time, and support your self-development? Take a look at your friendships, work contacts, who you follow on social media, and even your family members. Be willing to let unsupportive relationships fade, or if necessary, cut them out completely. I know this is a hard process, friends, and it is a continual practice. Setting healthy boundaries is a critical aspect of self-care, and one that far too many of us ignore. We're energetic creatures, and we exchange energy with each and every person we interact with, whether that's face-to-face, over the phone, or through a screen. But trust me, after you've worked these muscles long enough, it will get easier to spot the people who don't support your best self. You deserve to find your tribe. This is your year for more mindful, intentional, healthy, and simple relationships. Cheers to that. You just listened to the post titled, Here's to More Mindful Relationships, by Melanie Schwader of abrighterwild.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And a key reminder from Melanie today, which we thank her for. You know, we talk a lot about minimalism on this show and other shows, of course, in the OLD network. We talk about how decluttering and holding a sense of purpose to all the items and purchases in life is of great value. Yet we often forget how much of the same value and how many of the same rules apply when minimizing our social lives, as Melanie has alluded to. The same way that it feels good to have the free space from getting rid of things we don't need, the same is true of our relationships. This can be challenging for people like me, uh, who extract so much joy and seek so many future possibilities from people. But over time, this type of thinking in this desire to hang on to everyone and everything creates a really unhealthy reliance on having others around as if they're the ones taking care of us. To reduce ourselves of the relationships that are no longer serving us is to step not only into clarity and relief, but also independence and empowerment and trust in those that we do choose to keep around. Needless to say, this increases the quality of the relationships we have with those that matter including ourselves, and quality over quantity, as they say. Big stuff, a lot to chew on, but we're out of time, so I'm going to go, I'm going to end on that note. Thank you for being here for a really important episode, my friends. Certainly some ideas to take seriously. Luckily, there is plenty more where that came from. Tomorrow we get back on the horse and continue our journey to better relationships, so don't miss out. I'll talk to you there, everyone, where your optimal life awaits.